This is Get Unstuck Radio, episode 52, Clients Attraction on Autopilot with Macro Lasso. By the way, if you're new here, welcome. And if you haven't already, please subscribe our weekly newsletter at worldwideweb.ebmgetunstuck.com. Let's get unstuck. Welcome to Get Unstuck Radio, the place to brainstorm with you on business and life strategy. To get unstuck, with system, automation, and delegation, and also to get clarity for sustainable business and lifestyle. I'm your host, Mutita Panmuk. Let's get unstuck. Hi, everyone. So please welcome Marquel Russell, my dear friend right here from Client Action University. I mean, man, we met in person, and today I'm very honored to finally get to interview you today. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. So, Markwell, um, for those who don't know you yet, I mean, who are you and how you become you today? Yeah, so I'm Markwell Russell. I am here in Atlanta, Georgia, in the U.S. And basically, so I got started in entrepreneurship at a very young age. So I always been entrepreneurial. I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was at the time. But I always kind of had a drive to kind of create my own. I was naturally rebellious. I didn't really like rules and people kind of telling me what to do and that type of thing. So I guess I kind of birthed into entrepreneurship. So I was, I start my earlier businesses. I did like cutting grass. Um, I took out trash. I'm in the neighborhood. I um, I, I made like, um, like little mixtapes uh, with music. And I also, um, I start... I actually started selling drugs at a young age as well. So I dropped out of high school in 10th grade, um, started selling drugs. That was my full-time business. Um, started going to jail because that's kind of what leak comes from, you know, selling drugs. So I um, started going to jail. Um, I had my first son when I was 19. I was in jail, actually. So I came home and I said, all right, I'm going to do this job thing. So I attempted the job thing for a while, um, a very short while, um, and it didn't work out. So I went back into the streets doing my thing, but then I, I used the money I was making to start an entertainment company. So I was managing music artists, doing club promotions and stuff in the entertainment industry. And while I was in the club one night, I was introduced to network marketing. I was, in, I was invited to an event, pitched on this network marketing opportunities, ground floor opportunities, gonna completely change everything. I ended up joining this network marketing opportunity. And it was telling me, you know, talk to people who come within three feet of you, talk to your friends and family, do home and hotel parties. And while that worked a little bit for me, um, I knew it had to be more to it because you only have so many people um, to talk to that you know, right? And most of the people I grew up with, they weren't interested. So somebody on my team, they introduced me to online marketing. They sent me a link to a four-part video series. Um, I watched a four-part video series. And that led me in, that was my first like launch funnel that I saw. Cause I, before now, before then I wasn't even online. Mm. So, so, um, so I watched these videos and then I bought this ebook. It was like 40 books. It was called, um, magnetic sponsoring. So I bought it. Um, and then that led me into like a funnel where I ended up buying other stuff. And I was just obsessed with how are people leveraging this internet? to grow businesses, get clients, make money and all this different type of stuff. So I was obsessed with it. So I was trying to learn everything. I was like a shiny, I was addicted to like the shiny objects. When a new thing, I was buying it, 
wasn't really implementing anything. I ended up going, running, blowing all my savings, trying to figure this stuff out, but wasn't getting any results, it's mainly because I wasn't implementing anything. And I bought a course one time, and but the guy, Adam, um, buddy of mine now, he, um, he told me, look, man, all you got to do is pick one thing and focus on that one thing, and then that's it. Just do that consistently. So at that time, it was content creation. So I used to pay to create a piece of content every single day. And then I start generating leads, start building a brand, all different type of stuff, being on all the social media platforms like everybody was saying do. And I started to get some traction. So people started reaching out, asking, you know, what were we doing? I, mean, I, was, I was in network marketing at the time. I became the number recruiter in the network marketing company I was in, all via the internet for the most part. Um, so people was asking what I was doing. They started asking, asking me to speak at their events. Um, people wanted me to coach them. Um, so I started coaching and we grew our business, coaching business to six figures, um, about $10,000, $15,000 a month. And people want to know, how do we do that? Like, how are we getting these coaching clients? And one thing I had really got really good at without even realizing it was generating leads and converting those leads into clients. So I started teaching other people that people started getting results. And I was like, wow, so this not only works for me, but it's also working for other people. So I had, I, I, we just decided to perfect the system. So mm. we perfected the system. And then, you know, fast forward a few years, my company, Client Attraction University now, I mean, we've helped our clients generate over $20 million in revenue. We got thousands of successful client success stories. Yeah, and, it, and we just kind of becoming a household name when it comes to attracting high ticket clients in our space. So that's the, that's the short abridged version of the story. That's already very impressive, right? I mean, anyone's saying like, wow, that's going to be a long haul until here. Right. Yeah. So what do you think why people, I mean, I don't know, but like why most of the entrepreneurs, they start from MLM business? That's a great question. So I, so I think, I think the MLM business, the reason I think a lot of people get started in the MLM business, because it's kind of like the lowest barrier of entry, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't cost a lot of money to get started. Some of them you get started for almost nothing. Um, the one I had got in, it was like 500 bucks to get started, but there are some you can get started for like 50 bucks. I think there's some that you can get started for no money down. So it's like the lowest barrier of entry, right? So um, the, it doesn't cost much money to get started. Um, number two, um, like the systems and so forth, for the most part, are already in place. Um, the training is in place. So it's a lot of stuff in place that they wouldn't necessarily have to traditionally do. Um, if they went out and started this business from complete scratch, right? So I think that would be the biggest, biggest reason why. And I'm a, I'm a big, I don't, uh, cause I like, I feel like network marketing completely changed my life because it, the biggest thing that most people, the big, I think the biggest benefit from network marketing, um, even if you don't make tons of money is like the personal development that you get. So like the mindset and um, the, the it being introduced to personal development and self growth and all that good stuff. Those are the biggest things they helped me because they helped me like overcome my fear of public speaking, um, talking to people, um, how I viewed myself. So it really helped out like in a real, real, real big way. Yeah, I see. I see this good side of network marketing in many entrepreneurs right now. Like I have seen their transform their confidence. That's very big deal. And also able to um, get out of the comfort zone to talk to stranger more because they have network marketing background. And I find those who having the label themselves like introvert entrepreneur still mm-hmm. needs to overcome that because they don't have this network marketing background. And that surprised me somehow. 
Yeah, Very but I, I have never worked in their MLM or anything though. I don't really understand that system, by the way. Just put it out there. No judge right, right here, but, but right. like that's, that's what I see. And this is another thing. I, I, I hear you mention that you perfect the system that you have validated. And that is something I personally experience to my clients or like people around me who work in the internet world these days, they want the fast result and they're not taking time to validate that. Can you help me explain to any of the audience right here who I really love and want to make them success? How can they validate their online business right now to make it work like what you did? Great question. So I think a lot of times, especially like online, it's like everybody's an expert, right? And I, I do believe that everybody has some level of expertise that they can monetize. So I'm a big proponent of that. I think the biggest thing we have to do is like, like you said, perfect and validate our system. And one of the best ways to do it, because a lot of times people ask me, well, if, I, if I'm just starting a coaching business or if I'm just starting a consulting business or something, how can I charge if I'm just getting started? And I'm like, well, if you've developed knowledge and expertise over the years, right? And now you're ready to teach other people that or guide other people through it. Hopefully you've at least validated through you. Hopefully you didn't just read a book or you didn't just walk, go through a course or you didn't just walk, listen to a podcast and now you feel like you're an expert at this thing. Like go out and like implement it, get some data, you know, prove that it works, that at least you can make it work. And then once you make it work, now you go out and share it with other people. And then also don't take for granted because like some people say, well, I haven't made a million dollars, so I can't teach other people. I haven't made X, so I, I, have, I can't teach. Well, I, I haven't lost a hundred pounds, so I can't teach other people. It's like, what have you done, right? And then teach on that. So for me, when I first started teaching online, it was just, I was teaching network marketers how to get leads for their business, for the network marketing business, because that's what I was learning. So I wasn't positioning myself as the network marketing guru who doing all this. I was just like, hey, I'm just a guy figuring this stuff out. So now I'm just sharing it. So like, for example, once I learn how to get three leads a day, I make a video teaching how I got three leads a day, uh, five leads a day, 10 leads a day. I'll make a video teaching that. Once I learn how to recruit people for my network marketing business on Facebook, I start teaching how I was doing it. So that became my thing, how to recruit reps for your network marketing business using Facebook, right? So I was just teaching what I was doing, what was working for me. And then other people were going to implement it. They were getting results. And they started telling me about their results. And those were just, those became our earlier testimonials. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, if anyone check Marvel's website, you're going to see tons of testimonials. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I, I mean, a lot of them, like you can feel overwhelmed by that. And that's, that is the first impression that I know you actually. And it's always like that. And I really like your, the way that you position yourself that way. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. But I'm always curious. Why webinar? You said why webinar? So basically, so the, so the way our model is set up, so we used to do like a ton of like webinars. So we used to do an automated webinar model, right? 
So it's like people will click on the link, you know, the link, the webinar is about to start, you watch the webinar, go through the whole process. So we've kind of tweaked our process a little bit more. And again, the biggest thing, like, you, like it goes back to what you said, validating it, right? So it was working really well for us. It was working somewhat, it was working well for some of our clients, but it was really complicated. So in terms of like all the automations and the tech stuff that goes into building out an automated webinar funnel. So what we decided to do was like simplify, like, okay, how do we make this more simple so other people can do it? So what we decided to do is we, we removed the webinar. So now it's just like, we, you, we pretty much use like a case study video funnel. Mm. So somebody click on the link, they opt in, they can watch the video right then versus register for a webinar and showing up. They can watch the video, consume the content, and then they go, you know, into the next step to the process. And the biggest reason why we do that, and I like the video, is because I believe that the best way to show people you can help them is by actually helping them, right? So the best way you can show people you can help them and you can help them is by doing a quick case study video, teaching them something already, and basically saying, hey, if you want me to help you implement this, you know, here's what to do next. Go schedule a call or click here to go buy or whatever the case may be. How do you filter your clients who onboard with you? Because your service is also high tickets, but like I'm, I'm sure 100% that you have faced not a good fit clients that are already on board. How you handle those people? So great question. So we do, so we do a lot of like screening on the front end <laughs> just to make sure we bring on clients that we can actually help uh, and that we actually like and would enjoy working with. So we do a ton of screening on the front end, just making sure the business model fits, making sure they're in the right mentality of where we can help them, making sure they actually... Um, at least humble enough to take direction and coachable because those are typically the only ones we can help get results. People who come in, they're trying to change the process, they're trying to do it their own way. Those all end up being like nightmare clients, right? So it's about a lot of screening on the front end, being crystal clear about who we work with, who we don't work with, uh, who we can help, and being clear on that, I think is um, I think is very, 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 very important. You know what I just experienced? I tested. Um, I don't know why I hear this method. Someone mentioned Ty Lopez in his webinar or podcast or something about that. Keep increasing your price until they opt out by themselves that they're not going to buy anymore. And I right. really like that methodology. So right. I also have like the clients that not a good fit type of thing. And I try to narrow down my service that they feel overwhelmed, that they know that this is not the right place for them anymore. So I have no need to kick them out, but they will leave by themselves. And that's a very yeah. good, yeah, I mean, I discover that. And apart from filtering them from the front end to be a good fit client and knowing for sure that you're going to bring them the result along the way that you keep validating and then like perfecting your system, let's say your operational system of your call course, um yeah that's amazing that's the feeling like oh i have no need to kick them out they just leave by themselves because they know that that's right. different story you know i'm like just yeah. happened today i'm like wow this thing worked <laughs> absolutely it 100 works 100 works yeah but by the way um your community are very strong and you mentioned that you start from network marketing that's true you have built some high of team but it's different from like running a business as a team those are recruiting team right and this is like your back-end support support your client and also support your own business 
when you decided to build the team at the very first place? So I think, so the first, so I brought my assistant on, I think about two or three years ago. Uh-huh. That was my first hire. Um, and I always tell people, I think that's the most, inver- that's the most important hire, like having an executive assistant. Um, so I would say probably about two or three years ago, that's when I brought on my assistant. And then over the past year or so, we've been building out the rest of the team. So like our client support team, tech team, marketing team, our sales team, building out all those different divisions. That's been a huge focus for us over the past like year, year and a half. And I brought my assistant on initially probably about three years ago. So it's been, it's been huge because if you're going to build a business, it's, and you're going to build something like, if you want to do like a lifestyle business and you, you know, you're just, you know, making 10, 15,000 a month or whatever, you kind of do a lot of that on your own, depending on what you sell. But if you want to grow it bigger and impact more people, you're definitely going to require like a team um, in the right team to, to build things out. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. How many team members do you have right now? May I ask? Yeah. So right now we have, um, right now we have like 10. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So right now we have 10 and then um, we're about to break. So like it'll be 11. So we just hired somebody yesterday. Uh-huh. So like yeah. And we're still in the hiring. We're about 10 or 11 right now. And you are the one who manage the team or you have your assistant manage the team for you? Like, do you have any like project manager or your COO that, that handling this management part for you or you do it yourself? Yeah. So basically, so I, the way our model is set up, we have a, I'm, I'm not sure if you ever read the book Rocket Fuel. You ever read it? No, not yet. So Rocket Fuel, they had this concept where it's the, it's the visionary and it's the integrator, right? Okay, right. Yeah. Right. I'm more of, so with our company, I'm more of the integrator. I play the role of the integrator. And then um, then we have an integrator. My guy, Andre, he's like my business, he's my business partner as well. And he's the integrator. And he's also the head of our client success department. So he, so mainly, we're mainly coaching and leading the team. He, he's mainly, you know, doing the majority of it because we're transitioning to more of that model of the integrator and visionary. So mainly it's more about um, leading and coaching the team because we don't really, we make sure we bring on the right people. So we don't necessarily have to manage quote unquote. So like people can kind of self-manage themselves. Mm. So we're not micromanaging them, but they understand the system. We have regular um, feedback loops with our daily huddle calls in the mornings. So now once everybody's clear, everybody's not stuck on anything. Now they can kind of go out and do their own thing every single day without us necessarily having to manage them. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you are the second person who told me to read the book. Zachary are the fir- was the first person who told me to read that book. I, I seems like I have to read that. I will read that after my I finish this assignment. It's right here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's very interesting. And I really like the way that business structure by the function of the team member because they already know that job, right? And you have no need to micromanage much. Yeah, I, I understand. I agree with that model. How do you find um, as an integrator, but you also the leader. So it's actually good that you have seen things from both sides of the integrator side and also the the vision side as well, because you lead the whole team, right? Right. So yeah, so for me, I've always, for the most part, I've always typically done like visionary and integrator. And then Andre, he's also done like integrating. So we kind of were like a two-headed monster basically. So we always, we kind of got our, our yin and yang, how kind of how we operate, how we go to team, how we work with the team members. So now we're just kind of clarifying because that book just helped us like clarify and like really put into words our exact role. 
know what I'm saying? Because some people will say CEO, COO, but it's kind of like more of the visionary and integrator because our basic, our God-given gifts and, you know, abilities, we just tap into that specifically and then um, let the other person kind of do their thing. So now we can kind of, you know, maximize what we specifically should be doing. Yeah. And here's another Here's another part that I want to talk to you about. How do you frame the perspective? So when you when you are on the top and you look top down to see the whole company and also customer service, right? Still, you have to look from top down picture. But then, how do you know what it's like to be your clients? enjoy your journey along the way since you onboard them until at the end that they get the result and they refer to other people who are like them further. So yeah, so we're, so we're really hands-on with our clients. So it's not, so we don't really sell a course where they get logged, they log into a members area and then they don't hear from us anymore. We don't hear from them more and they just kind of go figure it out. We're like super hands-on. So each week we got like four coaching calls with our clients um, Andre pretty much heads up the, the client success. So he's doing the calls and we got our copy coach and our whole copy coaching team. So we're really hands-on with our clients inside of the Facebook group. We, we, we got a pulse on what's happening in our business. So it's not really like any distance. We're like, and we're, we're hearing what's going on. We're hearing the data. We're hearing the challenges. We're helping them overcome challenges like literally every single day. So it's like, we're, we're not um, detached from what's going on because they're building their businesses. We're in the trenches with them, helping them do their thing. And then we're also building a business as well. So it's, we're, we're very, very active in the process. Right. Do those obstacles that your clients face, even though you have perfecting your framework already, how would you adapt those and then make it better from your own side? So, so this is a great question. So basically, so, uh, so the obstacles, so there's 99.9% .9 of the time, our clients typically don't really come into an obstacle that we haven't already like faced and overcame because we only work with clients with a specific type of business model for the most part. So, and we're helping them dial in their sales and their marketing. So, Within that, we got specific KPIs, we got specific drivers, we got specific baselines that we're focused on. So we're making sure they stay within those. So that way we can kind of control the outcome. And it's really difficult to encounter anything outside of that um, because we've kind of done the thing a million times. So it's kind of like, let's say for example, if you're walking through a field, right? And it's the different landmines, there's landmines on this field. So if I go across the field and I know I find out where all the landmines are and I've been through across this field a few times, then when I come back and get you and guide you through it, I can say, okay, it's a landmine there, don't step there. It's a landmine there, don't step there, don't step there. And I kind of guide you through because we've already experienced all the landmines. Yeah, it does. I just talked about this the other day that um, the cooking cutter process, like if you want to be like that person, so that's why you buy that course. But then make sure that they really do like that business and you mm -hmm. are aligned with them at most of the perspective of your personal life and business. Because if you really do the same thing, you should get the same result, right? Mm -hmm. Like to the mm -hmm. T. Mm -hmm. 
because that's what you just mentioned. That's why you're very specific on who you onboard. Yeah. Your course, because if not, you couldn't control the outside factors that very mess up people's life. Bingo. Exactly. 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 So that's why we don't work. We don't do like restaurants or. I mean, we could help restaurants because we understand the market and stuff, but it's like, it doesn't align with our system and our deliverables and our process. So it'll be, it'll be like creating something new every time. So right now you help coaches, course creator, consultant? Agency. Yeah, so mainly like, mainly like coaches, consultants, um, like if you're a course creator and they want to make it a higher ticket offer and then also like service providers. So if you, if you have a service, and you sell via the phone or in person and you want more qualified sales calls, we, um, that's, we work with them as well. How do you define the differences between cautious consultant and cost creator and service provider right now? So to be honest with you, a coach, a consultant, so a consultant simply is somebody who makes money from selling their expert, their advice and their expertise. That and a coach, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing for the most part, if we just being honest. It's, it's a little nuances that may be a little different, but for the most part, they make money off their expertise. And that's kind of how we um, categorize it. We work with individuals who are expert um, expert businesses or client-based businesses. So you either make money off your knowledge and expertise or you drive your business based on getting clients and you sell via the phone um, or in person or something like that. So you want to fill your calendar with qualified people. So that's kind of how we categorize it. Yeah, that's kind of hard, you know, because like um, until until you realize that they are not really different in the mm -hmm. sense, it's just the same way that they provide a service. People label themselves differently still. That's very true. So mainly what we speak to is we speak to more of the outcome and the challenges that they're having. So all of them have the same challenges in terms of getting clients, getting qualified people on the phone, enrolling people into their offers, attracting people who aren't paying them what they want. want. So we kind of speaking more to that versus speaking to the specific type of business. Mm -hmm. Because you focus on the outcome and then the model, you will discover that on the phone when they will go call with you again. Uh -huh. yeah. We, we yes. got less how they call themselves. Mm -hmm. it's, it's might not valid right yeah because people because some people are they have their they we may see them as a coach but they don't label themselves as a coach but they mm -hmm. have a coaching business they don't really like to call themselves a coach so yeah so it's so it's more speaking to like the pain and the outcome and the challenges and all that good stuff versus like the type of business and how do you see high ticket um, models from now until i don't know you you're gonna keep stick at the high tickets forever like is that your plan you just yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure i mean because like i believe that's the fastest way to help businesses like turn things around in terms of getting more profit growing their business being able to hire being able to systemize like if you add a high ticket offer onto your business if you don't already have one it's the number one way to grow your revenue and grow your business pretty quickly by having a high ticket offer so what is your opinion regarding to the low ticket or middle ticket offer? You said, what's my opinion? Mm -hmm. I think they all work. I think it just depends on like what you desire, right? So I think when you do low ticket offers, it creates more, com it, it creates more complexity mm -hmm. uh, in your business. Also, if you're just starting out and you're in the earlier phases and you don't have a ton of 
access to cash to run ads. Um, selling a low ticket offer via ads and online is definitely way harder to make that convert profitably with ads. But if you're doing a high ticket, it makes it easier to actually convert uh, profitably with, with ads. Or at least if you're selling some low ticket on the front, so maybe it's a book or a course or a membership, have like a high ticket offer on the back end of it. Mm -hmm. help your ads become profitable. So do you help your clients to build that model as well, like the value funnel up, or you just focus in the past of like high tickets and then like close on the phone? Yeah, so we mainly do, so we mainly do from ad to a marketing funnel to a call, and then they enroll them over the phone. And then they go high ticket from that. So they may go, let's mastermind. say they're friendly huh? They go like mastermind in a circle yeah, and, and up. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So you, so you, even your ascension is like high ticket stuff. What's next for you, Markwell, in your business? So yeah, for us, I mean, we're. I feel like we're just getting warmed up still. So it's like we got to. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we just tip it. This is tip of the iceberg. So we just um we're helping more clients get results. Our goal: we're gonna help um clients create a hundred million dollars in revenue over the next five years or so. Um, we're gonna. Our, our mission right now is to help a thousand, help create a thousand automated client attraction systems. Because once we can help these business owners attract more clients and automate it, now they're in a place where they can actually have true freedom in their business, financial freedom, time freedom, you know, all that good stuff. So we're, we're just getting warmed up. We're growing a team, um, dialing stuff in, learning more than ever. Uh, yeah, and just kind of shifting because it's because you know, because um, you're in the system. It's a it's a difference in being an online business and even an entrepreneur and shifting to like business owner right? It's, it's just two completely different things. So it's like having an online business and then having a company is two completely different things. So we're like making that shift to really play at an even higher level and serve at an even higher level. And um, yeah, so we, we're just scratching the surface, surface for sure. So meaning right now you have other offer apart from the course, like the client attraction university then, right? Like you might have the done for you agency back end. Is that I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. Yeah. So mainly what we got right now. So what we do is we have, so we have a few things. So we do a three day intensive event. So, so we have a three day event where somebody comes and by the time they leave their entire client attraction system is live, you know, ads and wow. everything. Yeah. So that's our three day event. We actually got one coming up September 17th through 19th. So that's our three day event. We also have a, um, we have a one day event that we do. I mean, it's virtual now. It, this one is coming up August 8th. I'm not sure when this will be live, but it's coming up August 8th. Um, so that's like a one-day event. But our actual programs is the three-day event. And then we have our our, um, our Client Attraction University 12-week program. And then we have our Mastermind. We have our Inner Circle, and then we have our Mastermind. But we don't really do any done-for-you, like agency stuff, because we we like like empowering the client and like teaching them so they'll know when they control the business. Because I think a big mistake a lot of business owners make is they go out and hire an agency just because they don't want to learn marketing or they, or they hire a sales agency just because they don't want to learn sales. I think you should at least have a basic understanding of advertising before going to outsource it. Because if you go, go hire somebody to run your ads, your Facebook ads, and you don't know anything about Facebook ads, you don't really know if they're delivering or not. Right. So you definitely want to have a base level understanding. So we make sure our clients have an understanding of it and they're they're They know enough to be dangerous and they can manage it in house 
or if they decide to go out and hire somebody, at least they like know what they're doing. Yeah, because if they don't know, they're gonna lose money. Yep, absolutely. Because these agencies, they'll take your money uh, because you don't know what you're buying anyway. Yeah, I keep saying that, and no one believe me. Like I, I find actually surprisingly many people just like I don't want to deal with that. So can just mm-hmm. someone do it for me, like like that? Yeah, it's weird. And and then you go out and hire somebody to do it all for you. And then let's say let's say you hire somebody to go build your funnel. They build your funnel and then they hand it over to you. You don't even know what to do with it. You don't know how to make any changes to it. Your team members don't know what to do if you have a team. Let's say you go hire somebody to run your ads, an agency, and then this agency disappears for whatever reason. Now you lose your whole business and your whole marketing arm because you gave it to somebody else just because you didn't want to deal with it. And that's, that's just not the smart move. But right now you focus only on the Facebook ads, right? Yeah. So we mainly do Facebook ads, Instagram ads, oh. and then um, those are the, those are the main channels. Right. And if Facebook has gone, what are you going to do? <laughs> so yeah, so we, we're pretty savvy and um, we, I, I understand pay. Cause the cool thing about paid advertising is like, once you understand the strategy, you can kind of tap into anything, anything mm-hmm. else. So we're about to start testing. Uh, we've done some YouTube. We haven't went all in on YouTube. But we, we're about to start rolling out some YouTube stuff, uh, some LinkedIn stuff, Twitter, you know, TikTok ads. So we're going to be leveraging more platforms. But, uh, but yeah, and of course, the most important thing, we have an email list. Uh, so we always got that as well. Yeah, yeah. You see how Marco, until who he is today, until he bring his business until this day, a lot of trial and error, and that's okay, right? And that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's so like me. I think I think trial and error is great um, if that's what you got to do. However, I think a smarter thing is just to go out and hire an expert. So like instead of you trying to figure it out on your own and do trial and error, um, it's more expensive than actually just hiring a coach. Because if I knew what I knew now, I would have just hired a coach a long time ago. Mm. So I think if you can go out and find somebody who actually is who they say they are and they're great at what they do and they know what you want to know, just go pay them. And then I'm just, and then listen to them and do what they tell you to do. So I think that's the fastest way to do it. In that case, if someone want to pay you, how can they reach out to you then? <laughs> so yeah, somebody, well, somebody want to work with us. The first step, what I would say is go to paidadplaybook.com. So that's paidadplaybook.com. Um, and they can go over and they can check out, um, it's a, our whole process of how, we get how we help our clients get 50 to 100 leads per day that actually convert into clients. Our whole process, um, it's a playbook download and it's also some bonus videos that come with it. So I would say the first step is to go check that out. It's all free. Um, and then from there, if they like what we're up to and they kind of like what we're, what we're doing, they kind of schedule a call and see, you know, if we're a good fit. Yeah. Thank you so much for today, Marquel. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is really a ton of fun. Hey, Get Unstuck family, thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to get notification in case the new episode coming out. And please give us the honest review. We really appreciate you. And if you would like to have me sharing my thing with you on weekly basis, check out World Wide Web, ebmgetunstuck.com. Let's get unstuck together.